The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Learn more at usbank.com newsroom. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, September 15th. Here's today's big idea. Donald Trump's DACA deal with Democrats is another humiliation for Jeff Sessions. Trump's decision last week to rescind DACA seemed to validate Jeff Sessions' decision to slog on through the summer as attorney general, even after being frozen out of the president's inner circle. From interviews to tweets, Trump had repeatedly attacked Sessions as weak and beleaguered. Immigration, though, has always been Sessions' signature issue. It animated him during two decades in the Senate, and he thought he could make a real difference in shaping immigration policy if he stuck around. But it was too good to be true. It took less than 10 days from what was widely covered as a triumph for Sessions for Trump to once again undercut him, as he now has repeatedly. The president on Thursday signaled his embrace of granting permanent legal status to these 690,000 dreamers, people who were brought to the United States as minors illegally and now might be allowed to stay as part of a deal with Democrats that Trump says is close to being finalized. When Sessions made the DACA announcement from the Justice Department last week, he said, quote, There is nothing compassionate about the failure to enforce immigration laws. Failure to enforce the laws has put our nation at risk of crime, violence, and even terrorism. But the president, who's pretty ambivalent about immigration, except using it as a political issue, tweeted yesterday, quote, Does anybody really want to throw out good, educated, and accomplished young people who have jobs? Some are serving in the military. Really? They've been in our country for many years through no fault of their own, brought in by parents at young age. To add insult to injury, though, today's New York Times has a story that says Trump berated Sessions during an Oval Office meeting this spring. Trump told his attorney general, with a bunch of aides sitting around, including the vice president, that choosing him to be attorney general was one of the worst decisions he has ever made. Then Trump called Sessions a, quote, idiot and said that he should resign. Sessions would later tell associates that the demeaning way the president addressed him was the most humiliating experience in decades of public life. Following that incident, Sessions sent in a letter of resignation. But then Trump's top advisors intervened and said it would be bad to get rid of Sessions after he had already fired James Comey as FBI director. It's sort of a tragic story. Sessions believed at the start of this year that he and the incoming president were genuinely friends. He had been the first member of the Senate to endorse Trump's campaign, and it hurt him personally this summer when the president told reporters that Sessions had only backed him because of his popularity in Alabama. In fact, Sessions had really gone out on a limb and snubbed one of his good friends and colleagues, Ted Cruz, to back Trump. But a lot of people have had this experience with the president. While he demands absolute loyalty from others, he is ultimately loyal to no one but himself. And that's the big idea for today. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, a small explosion went off in a London subway carriage Friday during the morning rush hour. Police are calling it a terrorist incident. A number of commuters were injured. Prime Minister Theresa May has called a special meeting of the anti-terror COBRA committee for Friday afternoon. Number two, North Korea fired another missile from Pyongyang early Friday, which flew over Japan and triggered emergency alerts across Asia. Government officials said they are still assessing the launch, but if confirmed, it would mark the second time in less than three weeks that North Korea has fired a missile over Japan. And it's especially ominous because this test comes just one day after the North Korean state news agency issued an alarming threat to, quote, sink Japan into the sea. 
Meanwhile, the chief of the U.S. Strategic Command said that the size of North Korea's most recent nuclear test earlier this month equates to a hydrogen bomb and that we must now, quote, assume Pyongyang can build one. Number three, the Senate is expected to pass a massive defense reauthorization bill to fund the military and combat operations next Monday. Senate Armed Services Committee Chairman John McCain and ranking Democrat Jack Reed, a senator from Rhode Island, were able to come to an agreement to include over 100 amendments to the bill. The Senate passed it on a procedural vote yesterday. Final passage will come early next week. The two sides could not strike a deal with members about how to schedule votes on amendments that would have challenged Trump's policies and exposed rifts between Democrats and Republicans on topics like transgender troops, North Korea sanctions, and ending sequestration. Regardless, this bill has been praised for reflecting bipartisan priorities. In a rare show of support, the bill passed out of the Armed Services Committee unanimously. You don't see that very often in D.C. these days. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, September 15th. You can read more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you on Monday.